Hey everybody, I'm Kate Conroy. And I'm Vinny Civitello. And this is Other People's Business, which is the podcast from the New Jersey Business and Industry Association, which is the largest statewide business association in the country. You can find more info on us at njbia.org. We release a new episode every other Wednesday, so be on the lookout. Subscribe uh, would be a good suggestion so that you don't miss anything. Yeah, njbia.org slash subscribe. Exactly. Shout out to New Jersey <coughs> Manufacturers Insurance. They do home, auto, and workers' comp, and they are the official sponsor of the show. So thank you very much to them. And if you need some insurance, Check them out. Sure. So Kate took a little of my thunder with the subscribe Sorry thing. Sorry about that. No, it's, it's okay. <laughs> so I'll just throw in, you know, you can check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon's Alexa, anywhere you can get a podcast, we're there. You can also check us out on YouTube, and we would appreciate that. Um, with us today, of Million Dollar Food Guys, is Mike Jerez and John Baruti. So guys, say hi, let the audience hear your voice. How are you guys doing? How are you? Great, great. We've got this fabulous spread in front of us. Thank yes. you so, yeah. so much. Yeah. I don't know why I'm enamored by her script. I keep looking down at it, so I'll, I'll try not to do that. Everybody loves yeah, the script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I know, whole I thing love going the script. On there. <laughs> why don't you just take it and tip it off the table? No? No? That's okay. terrible. Should it's like a, it's a crutch. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not a crutch, but it's very helpful to have in case we need sure. it, that's all. Okay, all right. <laughs> Keeps us going. Keeps us online. Okay. Yeah. I'd rather, it's like insurance. I'd rather need it, you know, have it and not need it than need it and not have it. You know who's really good at that is NJM Auto. I was just going to say, see, yeah, see how she wrapped that up? Nice, nice. That's a sponsor getting good segue. Good segue. I'm telling you. Okay, so I've uh, got an icebreaker today, and the icebreaker is, you guys are food guys, what is your all-time favorite meal? Good. You go first. Chicken milanese. Oh, I love chicken milanese. Oh, my God. Oh. Chicken, I might have to change the, my answer preemptively. It's the simplest, it's the simplest what thing. What is it? I don't think I've ever had it. I'll let Mike describe what it okay. is. Well, a breaded chicken cutlet. Yeah. Uh, you pan fry the chicken cutlet. Yeah. Uh, some people do it in olive oil or butter, and and then um, top it with an arugula salad. Mm-hmm. Right. <sighs> uh, fresh mozzarella, red onion, a little. You could do roasted red pepper in there. Olive oil, balsamic, whatever variation you do it. But um, it's just a, it's just a nice breaded cutlet with a nice salad on top. My dad would want to cook simple. everything for me. My dad yeah. was a, a, a really good Very chef. Very simple. Yeah. And, and all I wanted was that. That's all I wanted. That just please make me the chicken breaded. Really? That's, That's so all simple. But then you could do a veal milanese. Yeah, I was going to say veal milanese, milanese is phenomenal. And, and it's a, milanese. And yeah. it's a play of veal or chicken. Milanese was a play on schnitzel from Germany. Oh, yeah. The same thing. They, yeah. they call it schnitzel. Yeah. Italians yeah. call it milanese, but it's a pan-fried cutlet. Um, any kind of cutlet. Uh, Germans do it in all butter, 100% mm-hmm. clarified butter they cook it in. Yeah. So it well, makes German, it really rich. So, yeah. You know. <laughs> um, and they do it with uh, more like a shredded uh, kraut or, you know, uh-huh. they, they do it uh, mashed potatoes, that more heartier style with gravy, yeah. where the Italians do a, a light, uh, usually it's arugula or rocket salad or some kind of yeah. twisted up salad on there. Um, but so you can really eat it with anything. I'm, I'm, I'm excited because I don't know this. I don't know this answer. I've known you for a long time. What is your favorite? Yeah, what's your favorite? Well, I, I'm going to go off the rails uh, a little <laughs> bit, but... Uh, right, we like that. I like, yeah, uh, there's a shock if anybody knows I, me. I, I'm, believe it or not, uh, I like anything Chinese food. Ooh. Nice. Uh, Do you have a go-to yeah. order? Um... I, you know what? I, I'm a big fan of noodles. I love noodles. I've always had noodles, and uh, and I'm Italian, so you would think the pasta part would be, but I don't yeah. eat any really Italian pasta. Yeah. I, I I don't like penne or any of that stuff. But I love Asian noodles. I love ramen. I love mm-hmm. uh, chow fun, my fun. I love all the different kinds of noodles that are out there. Uh, soba, mm-hmm. and um, I just love them. I love the uh, the roasted pork. I just love the 
I don't know. It's just so good. I love all the dishes, man. You know, I really can't complain about any of them. Man. They're all That's good. That's amazing. It's so ironic yeah. that you own this beautiful restaurant where you. Well, start I always cooked it for a lot of years. I cooked Asian, Asian. you know. And, really? And yeah, Flair, yeah. Yeah, I cooked Asian. Yeah. So well, I worked for uh, a lot of. I worked for the Chinese, the Japanese. I worked for the Korean, Vietnamese restaurants, and I just love the food. I love the. I love the people. I love the culture. Mm. I love the cuisine because it's fast. It's fast. A wok is 700 degrees, way hotter than a 300 degree saute pan. You can literally cook in 10 seconds a meal. And it's, believe it or not, um, if you minus the um, MSG and the sodium <laughs> and the sugar, right. it's very healthy food. Um, fresh vegetables, just quick sauteed with some fresh chicken or meat or shrimp. It's absolutely delicious. Do you have so, woks? Have you ever? No, I don't. You don't have it. Anyway. You know, we had a couple handheld woks, but it's tough to do on a regular flat. You gotta have that you whole gotta have that thing. Yeah, 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 get it. Wow. All right. I'm up. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, actually, I really like chicken Milanese mm -hmm. and veal Milanese, and I love Chinese food, but I'm going to go with cheesesteak and fries. I'm a cheap Ooh. date. I, don't know, yeah. I was in Philly yesterday, yeah. and the only thing I didn't do, get a chili feet, uh, uh, Philly cheesesteak. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and I wanted to, but I didn't. That's well, an awesome. That's awesome. Well, we had a. Philly, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, when you're in Philly, like downtown, it's a schlep to go to like. Yes. Gene or Pat's because it's not. Yeah. It's no, not we close. weren't. Yeah, yeah. We were actually in South Philly and then we went to the Independence Hall. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. So fun. yeah. My I kids want nothing to do with it. Really? Nothing. Nothing. Ah. Parking around there How is kind of a nightmare too. I got a ticket. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so I'm underneath the thing that says, you know, uh, parking Saturday yeah. to Sunday and everything. Gigantic red thing underneath that. No stopping or standing. Or parking. What? Right, so it makes no sense. No. So I parked there. The 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 um, the attendant is right down the street. And like an idiot, I was gonna say, "Hey, am I in a good spot?" But I didn't. And I'm wondering why are all the spots open? <laughs> right. So I put my money in. We walk around, come back, fifty-one dollar ticket. I'm like, damn. You know, it is what it bucks, is. Yeah. But here's here's my consolation. You know, if you go to New York, you're paying fifty bucks to park. Yeah. yeah. Right. Sure. So I said, okay, no. we went to Philly. It was six dollars for the little meter thing. So now it's fifty-one. So fifty-seven. It's the same as if I went to New York. So mm -hmm. that's how I justified it. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta justify it because I was pretty aggravated. I didn't mean to get us off on a tangent. No, no, no. Okay. I've been meaning to go to uh, Barclay Prime for their $120 uh -huh. cheesesteak ever since Vicki White mentioned it to us when she yes. was on the show. Fat Girl Chronicles. Yeah, I got somebody to agree to split it with me. It's uh, They make it with Wagyu beef, mm -hmm. and it's a, a cheese truffle sauce. Yes. What, what is this? Tell me. Uh, Barclay Prime, they make a cheesesteak for like $120. You get... I'm not a big drinker. You can. It Best comes with champagne. champagne yeah. You can get that out of there for $95, which <laughs> is what I'll do. So $95... Um, for a cheesesteak that everybody I've talked to that's tried it has said it's phenomenal. So I, I keep meaning to do it. I just never get around so to I it. So I feel like that would be really fun, but the, I don't know, the, the older um, grandmother in me is like, I, I would take such tiny bites because I'm going to pay $100 for this cheesesteak. I want to savor it. You I don't, should I savor it. I can't take you know? big bites of that cheesesteak. You shouldn't like wolf down your food anyway. When I see anyway, a cheesesteak, you know? I just want to like... Yeah. He didn't talk, hmm. really. <laughs> it would last three seconds. Yeah. I know, right? We, three we, seconds. We would be done, yeah. Especially for cutting it in half, you know? <laughs> I know. It's like taking a $100 bill and just setting it on fire and just oh. watching it go away. Like, that's how quickly I would I've never it. had the Wagyu either. That's the other I thing. Know. I know. Do you do Wagyu here? Yeah, we do it here. Yeah, yeah. 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 a ton of it. Ah. Yeah. We should have come later. They're not over. <laughs> Actually, we should say we're on location at uh, Chef Mike's ABG, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yes. Right South in Seaside Park. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. I've never been here before, but this is amazing. And the view, I'm looking at the ocean. Yeah, we couldn't film oh. against the ocean because yeah. the light is just way too bright. But yeah. but be with me here. It's gorgeous. I know. I took a picture. <laughs> we'll post it. Mike's one of the last. Uh, there's 
Very uh, there's few. like eight left in the state on of New the Jersey ocean. on the ocean. Yeah. Restaurants. Most yeah. of them got destroyed by Sandy, and the ones that are still remaining sold. Um, a lot of them sold for real estate because yeah. they just don't want to rebuild and yeah. and do it again, and they could yeah. get triple the money for real estate because everybody wants a house on the water, even just so it can get destroyed again. Yeah. Um, wow. But I mean, that's what the state is doing now. They're building our dunes, so if another storm does come in, we are protected. And believe it or not, nothing happened to this restaurant during Sandy. Yeah. Not even a drop. I was away. Well, you're not nothing. on the ground. I mean, we went up a flight yeah. of stairs. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. high. Yeah. Got, like, some elevation. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. high. But the wave, it, it um, it, the water came down the middle. Uh, um, where you walk up to the beach and went down that way and destroyed all the restaurants down below oh, us because we're up on elevation, but we didn't get a drop of water or nothing because I was watching the TV and I was looking to see it floating down yeah. in the ocean because <laughs> uh, you went out with Manilokan and yeah. you know seaside with the roller coaster being yeah, the water had, and stuff. Yeah. So we had the ice cream store three miles down and we had three feet of water. Oh, so yeah, it, it, it was, did. Uh, but you know, it did pick and choose though. A lot of places it it went right, literally next and door to us. There's um, uh, a little. Uh, Park of houses and stuff. Literally, I, it picked. It, it was like a like a hurricane that didn't certain things or um, a tornado. A tornado. Selectively yeah. angry. Yeah. 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 Literally, <laughs> right I mean, really, door, it was, nothing it happened. Really I'm like, bizarre. how can we have three yeah. feet of water and you have nothing? Wow. But it, it was freaky. It was. What was the name freaky. of the uh, the ice cream store down there? It still is. It's uh, Summer Sweets. Summer Sweets. Yeah. Ooh, I'll have to give that a try. My Very power nice. blinked just enough that I had to go around the house and reset the clocks, and I was angry about that. You know, that was it. That was it. That's all I got from Sandy. Where you live? At the time, I was in Fleming. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But um, no, the the thing that got me there though was that everybody else's power went out. So right. we were like Motel Civitello <laughs> for like a little while there. Nice. Yeah. Uh, How about you? What's your uh, favorite meal? It's just a childhood dish that my dad makes. It's chow mein, but um, chow mein the way that a little store called Su Yep in downtown St. Paul, which is no longer there anymore used to make it and when they closed my dad decided he was going to become a chef <laughs> and oh. he decided to Literally recreate no oh, okay. Sorry. he just decided to recreate <laughs> this dish from scratch based on taste and it took like a year and he did it and so and now and I love it and so every yeah. time I go home he makes it for yeah. me and, that's great yeah our mothers are me out I'm not getting a visual what's chow mein is that oh. like low I know lo mein we were just talking about chinese, chinese noodles. so chow mein in there is like um okay so there's rice and there's chow mein noodles um and then you can't define a word with the word i can't <laughs> well you you did asian food Tell well me. it's basically mixed vegetables and yeah. white sauce yeah. with um with chow mein noodles which are crispy yeah, that's noodles on top okay that's exactly right so we'll go with it's that. perfect <laughs> sounds good yeah, yeah. served with white rice that's exactly right. Now, yep. there's a big uh, Asian population in uh, Minnesota. Yes, there is. Um, wow. I, I know a lot about it. I, I did a lot of research on it. Mm -hmm. um, one of my favorite food guys is uh, Andrew Zimmerman okay. from Bizarre Foods, and he's from Minnesota. He's originally that. in New York, and then he, now he lives in Minnesota. So and he opened up an Asian restaurant and actually there. But um, cool. he did a lot of shows there and, and stuff like that. So huh. um, is he still doing that? The strange uh, food? No, on? he's off the air. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's off the air. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, um, I think that was the icebreaker, right? Yeah, sorry, yeah. I was going to do it, and then I saw you talking, and I was like, oh, what was she going to say? But yeah. No, so anyway, so tell us about uh, Million Dollar Food Guys. So we start. I, I went to Mike, and um, we've been in the food business for a long time. We don't want to say how long, because we're old. <laughs> over 30 years. Yeah, over 30 years. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been in the eating business over 30 years. <laughs> nice. Sure. We have something in common. There you go. And, uh, and both me and Mike have a lot of um, 
restaurant experience, food experience, and uh, I talk to a lot of customers all day long because I own a wholesale bakery. So, um, and one of my biggest jobs are going to customers, making sure they're happy, making sure they're getting the right product. And so talking to them all the time, we all have challenges, right? And, and it'll be a five minute conversation that all of a sudden turns into an hour and a half of just talking about business and talking about the food industry. And uh, like I said, me and Mike have been doing it for a while and you know, this whole I guess YouTube and social media, we were talking about it off camera, right? It's it's getting, it, not that it's getting huge, it's huge, it's here, right? And yeah. I'm thinking- We okay, love our YouTube audience. We YouTube, do. we love it. <laughs> um, million dollar food, guys. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, so I approached Mike with this. I'm like, I think we would be great together, um, you know, doing something and having fun. Is it gonna turn into anything? I don't, I don't know, you know? Um, but I know when we get together, we have a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And I know when we get together, all we do is talk about the food business, either the bakery, the ice cream store, the, or the restaurant, and the trials and tribulations. So that's how it started. So I own the Harvest House Bakery. It's a wholesale bakery, Farmingdale, New Jersey. We own Summer Sweets, which is right down the street. It's an ice cream store. And um, obviously, Michael owns Atlantic Barn Grill, Mike's ABG, which is a phenomenal restaurant. And Mike's one of my longest and closest friends and a customer. So, and, and that's how the whole thing started. And, and we're having a ball doing it. So not only am I a friend, I'm a customer. <laughs> With the hair thing? Yeah. Yeah, 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 right? With the I, like friend, I wear it. Look, so, look. <laughs> <laughs> this is John's product right here. Um, started with us actually. Uh, we, we made were, that for you. Yes. Uh, well, two, 19, 2000. 2000. 2000, we wanted to do a breadstick, and I came to him, and, and I've been, we've been using John every restaurant I've ever had on, in New Jersey since I've been in this business. Um, that, that he started, we, we always did. Uh, used his uh, product and or if he wasn't making his own product calandras or whatever so we always used them but i said i really want to do something different for the table because i'm always looking for something unique and and for the basket because the baskets are you know basically boring around here they're the same bread roll it's like blah 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 so we wanted to do we still do bread but we do this on this you know people love breadsticks they mm -hmm. love to dip into things and so john w went back and created this um breadstick Different than this product, uh, much more crustier, hardier. Not as not as crusty. It was a jawbreaker, right? Let's, let's be honest. But it was good. To, it, <laughs> it was, was good. Listen, it was a jawbreaker. It was good right. to dip into yeah. like balsamic olive oil, butter, mm -hmm. you know, and you just crunch it. Mm -hmm. And people would crunch it on their salad. Like we've seen people do everything with these things, but um, it became a phenomenon here. It became um, something people would where literally call us up because they came here and had the breadsticks. Because like, they're like, where you're getting them? Where you're getting yeah. them? Where we would tell them. But I remember one time you, you didn't have production on it or whatever we didn't have them yeah. and you would have thought a riot broke out <laughs> you would have thought yeah, like yeah. you would people were coming up to me in the window and we have an open kitchen going screaming at me going i came here for the bread sticks i'm like oh really God. that's what you, you guys have very aggressive customers i go really that's what you came for was breadsticks yeah. all right they're fine phenomenal food but they're coming for my stinky uh, breadsticks yeah it's great it was great it, like people would go nuts like i'm only here one time a year and i came for the breadsticks i'm like oh, listen man. so let me ask you a question how did we come up with it. You wanted something crunchy, right? And, yeah. and oh, I wanted a breadstick, and right. I said, "Design, come up with a, a breadstick." And you came up with the everything yeah. crusted, and you yeah. know, and then it's and then it just. But that's when we used to actually literally cut yes, them. Yes, you were doing it by hand. Breadstick by hand, correct? Yeah, yeah. And they were big. They were they, they were, were way they bigger were than this. Long. They were like this yeah. big. And I remember in the beginning and the issue with the packaging with the issue right. because he would just take them and wrap them in bubble wrap. 
And by the time we would get them, the driver is like throwing them out the window, <laughs> oh the boxes, and we get them and like they'd all be broken in half. They'd be there. So we would, this, I remember the staff, they would, the little ends and all the busted pieces in the back by the coffee machine, they would have a bowl of these things and they would come back and as they're making a cappuccino, they'd be eating the little breadstick ends That's like nice. throughout the whole entire night or putting it in their soup yeah. as like a, a, mm. a crouton or, um, and I remember my bartenders at the end of the night just grabbing their, their meal down. It was a handful of breadsticks dipping in balsamic and that was there and, and, and they were converted. Is that how you started with the salads too? Yeah. I know because you put in a lot of salads. Yes, we yeah. put it in our uh, chopped salad. We have them sticking out of our salads. Um, we figured what the hell, people are cracking them on there anyway and it's kind of like a breadstick going to salad. Much different than the Olive Garden breadstick with the salad. <laughs> much, much different. Don't, don't confuse the two. This no is the real deal. Yeah, yeah. Oh so, and then over the years, it, be just, it became bigger and mm. bigger and bigger and bigger. I remember the first box we got, it was like five bucks a box. Now it's like Oh, here we go. I, I never, hear the, never yeah, hear the end of it. Never hear the end of it. Never. Wow. We're 30 this year. You got to hook them yeah. first. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you get, you know, listen, and the reality is you, I buy the bread, I, I buy all my bread from him, the yes, bulls, the sticks, and, and so the bread, uh, the regular bread, it's like 30, 40 bucks for the regular bread. Two boxes of bread sticks, $60. Oh my God. It's, it's double, it's okay, more than the regular move bread. on. More than the regular subject. bread. I will say that if the bread is good enough, I could live on bread and water alone. But I tell you what though, it's one of those items where it, it doesn't cost, it doesn't matter to right. me. It's, if I took this off, it's almost like we are known for this. There's like mm -hmm. three or four things we're actually known for, and this yeah. is one of them. Which is and awesome to know. Yeah, and, it's, awesome. and it's a great, yeah. it's a great thing, you yeah. know, to him, to us, and and the people really do love it. And, and we always have extra now in house, yeah. and especially because we created it for him, right? And I tell everybody that, like, yeah. you know, we specifically, actually, we didn't sell it. And it, this wasn't Mike saying you can't sell because Mike would never do that to me. You no, can't sell us to anybody yeah, else. But I just felt, you know, over the years, I'm like, you know, no, that's Mike's thing. Oh, can we? No, no, no. It's it's Atlantic Bar and Grill. And then what would literally happen is people would get nasty and like, why is only Mike allowed to have the breadsticks? Right. And then we started. How did they oh, find gosh. out that that's where they? Because came they would from. come here and eat. Other chefs yeah. come here all the time to yeah, eat. They do. Oh, and they ask. Yeah, Mike's, been, Mike's a well-known chef. He's been around for a long time. Typically, you know, you go to a restaurant. There's bread on the table. You just assume that they're making it. You right. know, like I don't think to ask yeah. who made this bread. 99% yeah. of the places around here are not making their they're own not. bread. And, no. and a lot of them do. That's and, we use, we use yeah, that's I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them. So, and we, same thing with bakeries. Like you go into a bakery and you think, well, that's their bread. Yes. Yeah, Really not. Nine times out of ten, it's ours or another bakery's bread, mm. making it for the smaller bakery. And the reason being is because bread's a dying. It's it's a dying art, right? Like if you're a cake bakery or a cupcake bakery, you're not making bread. It's not the same thing, yeah, right? right? So most of the times they buy it from a, you know a bakery like mine or somebody mm. else's. So yeah, bread. There's bread. actually famous. Um, Italian markets, I'm not going to mention any names, that actually yeah. use his product and repackage it as their own name, oh their own brand. Yeah, yeah. and you're going to do that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, that's well, they, that's he's getting paid for it, right? So yeah, it's yeah, I was going to say, they labeling. do it at like the... Oh my God, like, yeah. Like, I know by me, they get all their bagels from this... I was gonna say kick butt yeah. um, place near me. That's you know that's a bakery. Yes, and uh, they they don't tell you like oh no. this came from Main Street Bagel. Yeah. We bring we bring bagels. Not that I make, so I bring in bagels and I sell them to supermarkets, and they tell people that they make. It, 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 it's yeah. just industry wide, and because it makes sense because you can't make everything. You just can't, yeah. right? And if you try, you're gonna stink at something, yeah. right? So you figure, let me buy it from the person that's doing it the best, yeah, right? And then stick sense. my label on it. And people like us, they, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. But see, I brought that up to him. That was exactly my I reaction to him. I went to him going, you, I, because I want him to get his name out yeah. there. Like it's all for me. I'm, I'm about branding. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you should be branding. And he's like, I'm getting paid for yeah. it. Right. I'm, I'm yeah, getting sixty-five dollars like, a box of bread. Yeah, but it's not like <laughs> we didn't get the sixty-five. Then we're at thirty. Sixty-five. Oh, that's for two boxes. Two 
boxes. Okay. You gotta add the 33rd. But, but the deal is for him, he's like, wait a minute, it's a business right. for me. Yeah. I'm getting paid. I get, They're not yeah. getting we're a discount. So he's, a different type of he's, he's yeah. looking to make money and right. sell his product. Sure. So for him, he doesn't care. Yeah. Right. If someone, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. for me, I, I'm very brand, I'd be like, no yeah. way, man, my brand's got a money to be on there. But for him, and I remember I came to you that one day and I was like, why? And he's like, I'm getting paid for it. I'm like, okay. That's fine yeah. by me. Yeah. If, you, if, if he's cool with it, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, no, I have no. Because I, mean, I always wanted to go in there and make a big stink about it. I'm like, these ain't your. <laughs> but I didn't. Oh. And I had to get over that because even like people will put our bread in their bread bags, and I had to get over that. Yeah. Right. Well. And it, it, you know, but being a wholesaler, you have to. Yes, you know, yes. it doesn't. Now, maybe I, I would have been smarter listening to Mike and. and you know, gone with the brandy, the Peruti Bakery or Harvest House Bakery, but for us, it's it's volume. It's just volume. Yeah. And you know, too, we we're always constantly changing our menus and changing our because we're very seasonal, so we're changing mm -hmm. with the seasons. But we also change our bread with every menu too. So yep. having John. You know, I can, can sit and I go, listen. He challenges me. There's you know, no I'm like, I want to do this, this, yeah. this, this. And he'll like send like 20 different samples of yeah. stuff that he's either working on. Because I love when he's working on new projects. Because I kind of like to be the first on a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if he's working on a new idea, he might send it to me. Here, try yeah. this out. Because he knows this is our like research and development house yeah. where he mm -hmm. could, he's got a real live audience. Because he did a lot of R&D with this. Well, we did. We change it over the year. And people, yeah. let me get your reaction. I'll be honest with you. Right. They didn't like it. They liked it. They hated it. They like it. And he goes back and makes adjustments. So, so we're his R and D. Do you have a favorite bread that comes uh, out of Harvest House? Me, I, I, I love. Yeah, I love crusty. I'm. That's the old school Italian in me. Mm -hmm. The old crusty, crusty bread that you can dunk because I'm a dunker. In the middle and I love to dunk. I will dunk. I, I have a concept for a restaurant just called Dunk, where you just <laughs> get all kinds of crazy bread and just sauces, and all you do is sit and dunk all day long and eat. Mm. And you'd be full, believe it or not. I'm oh, game for I that. Know. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I would be down for that. Um, what and, is that? Futon? Not futon. What is it with the thing the in the middle? Oh, the, uh, the... With the fire. I know what you're talking about. Oh, the... What is it? Fondue. 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 Did you say futon? All right, we'll uh, let you go. You're Michigan, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll, just, yeah, we'll go past that. Okay. But you know, see, the fun thing, I, I just love the, cr but I love bread. It can't be soggy. It's got to yeah. have that. And I love anything with seeds. I love a yeah. crusted sesame. Mm. Like, he makes us a French stick, and it's a really crusty piece of bread with the seeds on it. I'll I come in every morning. I just tear the end off. It's called the ghoul. Huh. I tear the end off, and I just dunk it into butter, olive oil, and I just gnaw on it. I want to get a thing I haven't done in a while. We're making a, 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 a twist, right? Just a regular twist, but we're we're soaking it and then dunking it into the seeds to make it super seeded, like mm. with the sesame seeds. I like that. I, I know, I, I know you what I gotta send that so over. I love to that you. stuff. Okay, sorry. We're no, no, yeah. So, <laughs> tell me a little bit about the show. That's what you guys talk yeah, about on the show. Tell about the show. Well, that's kind of what we're doing. Yeah, the, we do exactly what we're doing now. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah. Um, we're getting a little slice of life. But the thing is, what we bring up is topics that are affiliated with the restaurant business and what's happening in the current yeah. situation with the the market, what's happening with the state rules and regulations, and keeping people aware of what's happening. We talked a lot about the fifteen dollars. An hour yeah. wage minimum yep. wage yep. increase by our governor. Uh, we had a three-part segment on that. Um, we're still not done with that. We're still yeah, probably going to. And we, we we have to. <laughs> we're, we're not. I mean, we, we we talk about like our last episode was about um, diet gluten-free and dietary restrictions in the in the restaurant uh, business or in his business. You know, like people are asking for um, these dietary restriction stuff. So it's it's topics that are current. 
And we're also starting to introduce uh, special guests into our thing. Yeah. Our next one, we're talking about uh, nutrition in the industry on how um, our horrible food habits, our habits mm. ourselves, not uh, what the people eat. It's yeah. about where we are. Um, Standing up. Uh, you know, we, we eat when we walk around, like you said. We eat like you're walking down a line. We eat a lot of carbs, like a French fry or mashed potatoes or a piece of pasta or a chicken finger. Right. We don't. We don't. We're not a normal nine to five family yeah. where we don't sit down at five o'clock. Hi, honey, I'm home. Have a nice dinner. Mom made dinner. You all sit down together. Have a nice salad. Have a balanced meal. We don't. We don't live yeah. that lifestyle. Yeah. We don't. We usually eat like at two o'clock in the afternoon. We have two or three o'clock and have lunch, and it's usually whatever. And you pick throughout the whole entire night to keep your energy up because you're pumping, you're stressed, and then you're done at 11, 12 o'clock at night. You have a couple of cocktails. What are you doing at one or two in the morning? You're eating a sub. You're eating pizza. You're eating leftover Chinese food. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you're eating, you know what I'm saying? And next thing you know, you're 350 pounds. Right. You have diabetes. You're 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 on death's door. It, it affects a, a, a so, large part of our industry, right? Massive, so, and, and it, obviously, it affects me, Mike. We're big guys, right? And and we've been battling with it our whole lives. I right? know you up and down like crazy all the time, mm -hmm. right? And then, I mean, whatever our body styles are. I mean, let's say we never went into the food business, we might have still had that, but the food business exacerbates that. Oh, sure, yeah. Right? You're eating on the road. You're, you're woofing food yep. down in the middle of, of, of having a meeting or talking to somebody or staff meetings and stuff. It's just, mm -hmm. it really is not good. Yeah. <laughs> our eating habits. And so our next episode is going to be with uh, one of Mike's friends that owns a, a local restaurant. We're going to, we're just, you know, and, and Lou has battled with it, right? Yeah, Lou, he was uh, um, battled with being overweight and he uh, changed his lifestyle around. He got the um, this gastric the sleeve bander, yeah. Yeah. and then he's cut sugar out. He's 180 pounds now. Yeah. He's in the best shape of his life. Yeah. Yeah. And you know he's um, he lives a different lifestyle now. He, he doesn't drink alcohol. He he has no sugar. He has no this, no that. And uh, he so you know he's a person that we want to talk to see how he went from one extreme to complete opposite. Yeah. And it affects all of us in this industry. Um, there, if if and I don't even know the last time I even saw a skinny chef. I don't even remember mm -hmm. seeing one. Um, yeah, I, there's no like really skinny like. I think Top Shop was the last time I saw a skinny chef. Yeah, but well, they're commercial. It's like it's on TV. Yeah. So they, you know, they take yeah. the 300 people that come in and the two skinny ones <laughs> that look good. Yeah, we'll put you. I on I did TV. have a couple oh, of skinny yeah. chefs, but they were on crystal and cocaine. So <laughs> like, oh. that was the only thing that. Well, that's another problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's another or crack, subject yeah. we're going to talk about. We do not endorse that as a diet plan. It's not a good diet plan. That's not the diet plan you want, but does it exist? Yes, we can not yeah. think that it doesn't exist. But that's another subject we have is about right, addiction. Something we'll bring yeah. up, so, like the drug you know, problem that we you know, have. In the addiction in the industry is massive. I mean, massive. Not only uh, drugs, but alcohol is very, very prevalent because yeah. I, um, you know, what we do, especially in the restaurant, more than like a bakery situation, is it's a very stressful environment where we're and I equivalent to being a rock star on stage, you're in front of a uh, you know fifty thousand people. Everybody's screaming and loving you, and you're, ah, you're and then the minute you call off stage and go in your dressing room, and there's no one there, mm -hmm. and it's silent, and it's quiet, but you still want that adrenaline rush. You still want that. So what do you do? You you have a drink, and it puts you in a different place. Mm -hmm. Same sort of like our business is you're pumping all along. Ah, you're going. You're done at night. You know what do you do? You know you have a drink, but a lot of it is to calm yourself down. The drinking is a sedative. You know, in my case, I get very sleepy. I have two drinks and I'm I'm asleep, which is a thing for me. I fall right asleep. Other guys get rowdy, they get crazy, yeah, they go all yeah. night long. They, so everybody deals with it in a certain different way. But it's that it's that uh, vice that you have after work, after that <laughs> going a hundred miles an hour. You need something to. 
take you away from that when you're done. Mm -hmm. Some people do it to sleep, they can't sleep afterwards. And I'm not just talking about there's pills involved, there's drugs, you know, everybody has their own little vices. Maybe has, some people have all those vices combined. I've, I've known a lot of people that do all of that and their life expectancy is not that great. Yeah. I've had people die on me before. Yeah. I've had people die in my industry and, and my, that worked for me that just were like so over the top with so addiction. So these are the things we talk so. about, man. We get together, we don't have, um, yeah, I know I was busting on you about your script, but we should probably be you know, a little more um, structured, but we're not. Like we, we talk together, we say, sure. what are we gonna talk about? And then we just go off, you know? I mean, mm -hmm. we've known each other for so long, literally since five, what did we say, five years old? Yeah, we we grew up three houses away from each other. And we're fifty years old. So yeah. So and my and, and the way that and, and I just learned and if you go to our channel and, and watch it, the first episode is me and Mike talking because we haven't really because we're so busy we haven't really talked to each other. And I said, Mike, what really got you to be a chef? Like I like I know my mom and dad had a restaurant when I was small, and I I didn't realize even though we would go there and play at the restaurant, I didn't know he loved it so much. I hated it. <laughs> Right. I hated it. Because it was yours. It, right. Yeah. And my dad made, I had to do the dishes. Yeah. And I had to do all these things. And then, you know, Mike was my best friend. So I'm like, all right, come on, come to the restaurant. We got to, and he, you know, he loved it. Right. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and and I didn't realize that's where. The but we had two different different reactions of it. He, because he saw his family in it and he seen what it's doing to oh his family and, and how his family reacts and how the hardship, there's a lot of hardship in this restaurant yeah, industry. Yeah, yeah. There's no golden rainbow. There's no, anybody <laughs> no. tells you that the million dollar food guys is not because we're millionaires. Right. Yeah. It's because both of our businesses are we do millions of dollars, millions of dollars in, business. in business, and that's where the name came from. Okay. It's not because me and him are right. multimillionaires. Yeah, I'm glad he made that clear because mm. we don't want to be pretend. Like, like when we came up with it, we loved the name, and then I'm like, oh wow, people, people are going to think we're pretentious. That, yeah. But we're it's it's because we our businesses do millions of dollars, and being in New Jersey, it's a little right. tough to make profit on that. Right. But that's where we came up with the name. That's so where we came up with the yeah, name. But yeah. to see, you know, it's, there's a lot of hardship in this industry. It's 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 tough to make it. We really work for nickels and dimes, and people yeah. don't really. really everybody thinks, Pennies. oh, you own a restaurant, you're a millionaire. You're, no, not even close. Not even in the same ballpark but um, I saw, he saw that the hardship part of it me I saw the action the um, the fire the flames the loudness the bang of the pans the throwing of it the the noise the adrenaline like that's what I was yeah. like because I has always been an aggressive you know really out front like, oh Billy God. Idol yeah I want to get into <laughs> this like this is me like Arr! you know I want to get out there and get crazy and that's with the love where I saw where he saw the the insanity of it, like the the nonsense, the 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 not good in it, and, and I saw the good in it, but I didn't see I didn't see what he saw yeah. until now. Yeah, like now I understand everything that he's saying. <laughs> everything. It's a little late now. A little late. Okay. Every, but I see everything that he's. Yeah. I understand yeah. everything crystal clear. Yeah. But. It, it took 34 years yeah. to, to figure that out. And we do love it, so, right? I mean, we Well, do, it's in our blood. Yeah. We have, we, this is not, we have yeah. nothing else. Yeah. What am I gonna, if I leave here tomorrow, what am I gonna do? Yeah. You know, I'm, I can't be an auto mechanic. I don't, I'm not open <laughs> of a car. I pay people to do that. Mm -hmm. It's our first bleep. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I, I can't mow a lawn. I don't know how oh, to even yeah. buy, <laughs> I don't start a lawnmower. I, I just never was that, um, Blue, uh, that that uh, home. Uh, my dad was. My dad did everything. You couldn't. Yeah. Mike's dad fixed everything. Everything yeah. and did everything, and I was the opposite. I paid people to do it. Yeah. Me too. So my, my dad's too. Yeah. I got my and, and my dad. My mom was like, "Oh, how can I ever help your dad?" I go, "My dad comes home with dirty hands every night from doing multiple things that he does. He was a builder, a truck driver, he fixed car, he did everything." I said, "But for me, his hands are greasy. My hands are covered in garlic." 
I do a different kind of work. He can't do what I do, and I can't do what he does. Mm -hmm. And that's how I made sense of it. I'm still working 14 hours a day, 15 hours a day, so in 130 degree. He ran pitching. away from what his father was doing, yeah. and I ran away from what my you're father right. was and doing. You're right, and I just, I right? just, I can't be right yeah, now, yeah, but you're right, yeah. because I didn't want to do that. Right. Um, but in a sense, I was doing the same thing, just in a completely different. different yes. You know, I still worked 100 hours a week. My hands were still dirty. I had burns and calluses and more uh, knife cuts, and then you know that's what it is. We call them kitchen tattoos. All the yep. burns. I had yep. burns up and down my arm. Yep. Yep. You know, I flipped a piece of salmon one time. The hot oil came up and burned my whole skin off my face. Oh my yeah. gosh! The skin Jeez. actually rolled yeah. off my face. So these are the these are the things. And what do you do? You you just you put water on. You keep working because you can't stop. You got a full house. You got to be got to get the food out. Unbelievable. There, there is no crying. There is no crying. There's no crying in the food business. No There's no crying in culinary. Well, you yeah. probably like burned out your bandage it up anyway. The next my thumb up. The bandage it up exactly. Well, I mean that's what we do: duct tape and glue. That's we right. always keep a roll of duct tape on the line. You get burned, you wrap it up with duct tape, and you, if you're cut, you wrap it up with duct tape, and you go. And you go to the hospital maybe after work, and they sew your stuff back. Maybe on. after work. Maybe. maybe. I mean, but you, you think, you, know. like, you think he's kidding, but he's truly not. Like it's it's this that's business right. is that mental. It just is, and he ingrains that into. We're absolutely out of. I'm getting a visual, and this is so weird but in the comic books the joker cut off his face and he just bandaged himself yeah, up with these with like that. mummy bandages yeah. and just kept going Plus that's what i'm picturing it's a great you, know, assembly. Like, yeah. well, like you know what we are absolutely insane and if anybody was insane <laughs> if you were sane you can't yeah. do this business now because wow. the stuff that goes on and I, I tell people all the time because they go, oh, it must be nice to do this. And we talked about, yeah, I have a boat and I have a car. I have a couple cars. I have oh, it must be so nice to go on a nice vacation. Yep, it really is nice. <laughs> After 34 years of putting my body, my mind, everything yeah. through the most horrific situations because people you have no idea what it takes to put this show on yeah. no idea unless you've done it and been in the pit you have no idea what it takes all everybody sees is the glorious part they don't see the hardships you know the working you know not being with my family you know I seen my son my son's here I seen him at 18 years maybe uh, you know, I only saw him one time a week out of 18 years. I mean, that's yeah. insanity. You know what I'm saying? If you look back on that, um, you know, people get divorced, they lose their houses, they go back. I mean, it's just the stuff that it's goes on. Business. And so this it's is why it, everything he's saying is exactly why we do the channel, right? Because so many people in our industry deal with that. Yeah. And you know, it's kind of like, even though we're on this side of the camera, right? But they can relate to it. Right, so even though they can't talk to us or they, you know, they email us, but like we know that this goes on literally every day in our industry. I thought I was being a genius, getting out of the restaurant business, getting into the baking business. Yeah, not so much. It's you know, I mean, it's seven days. Oh, my business is seven days a week, yeah. twenty-four hours a day. Because if uh, if the bakery's not baking, the drivers are driving, and it's just the reality is, it doesn't matter if it's a restaurant, a bakery, um, a deli. It's the food business. It's all consuming, right? Because our job is to make the customer's experience the best. And doing that is like a hamster wheel. It's a grind. It's a grind. Yeah. 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 So that's why we did the channel. You know, we figured this is something great to talk about. We love talking about it. Even though, like, we hate it. It's like that we hate it, but we love it. You know, so we figured okay. we'll, we'll, put, we'll put it together. And we have we have the knowledge to back up what we're saying because we we experienced it. Yeah. Um, we and got still to, experience. Uh, it. Yeah, we, and we, but we lived a lot of the stuff, so um, we're not newbies in it. So when we we're sharing our real life experience, and we're brutally honest, we are yeah. brutally brutally honest. And we're toning it down, Kate. We're some, toning it down. Some for people, you. <laughs> you know, like it. Some people don't. They're they're offended offended by it. But at least we're we're not um, you know beating around the bush. We're not yeah. a poser. Yes. No posers. <laughs> no posers. 
Yeah, I was going to say, you order a, a burger at a restaurant without onions, and it shows up with onions, and you give that yeah. sigh of frustration. Maybe yeah. it'd be good to know yeah. that the chef on the other end of the wall burned his face off, <laughs> is holding it together with some bandages, and just barely the onion off. burger out the door. And he, and he has a knife, by the way. Always remember, we have knives. We're, we're the only profession that actually has dangerous weapons. So when people come up and they want to start some stuff, guess what's going to happen to you? Okay, Kate, where's your... Where's our uh, our uh, script? Our script. Okay, yeah. At this point in the script, we usually take a quick break. Yeah, oh, so let's oh, do nice. that. Take a quick break, and then we're, when we come back, we're gonna play uh, a game called Awfuler Awesome. Awesome. We get to eat now. Yeah, we do. Sure. Nice. Get yeah, buddy. <laughs> okay. We are back. Welcome back. And it's time to play the game Awfuler Awesome. We're definitely recording, right? We are definitely recording, Kate. I love it. <laughs> okay, so we're going to play this game Awful or Awesome. I'm going to name three things. We each have to say whether we think that they're awful or awesome and be prepared to defend your answers. Okay. Ready? Ready. Go. Okay. Cilantro. Eh? Eh. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's awful. I gotta say awful. But it's yeah. meh, isn't it? Uh, meh? Meh. meh. <laughs> okay. It wasn't worth the end. How's that? Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I, you and I went somewhere. Um, we went to a restaurant. And I, I can't remember the name, but um, we had cilantro, and it was phenomenal. And so I'm like, oh, I like this. You know, I it was the first time I had it. And then I went and ordered it somewhere else on something, and I was just like, uh. and every time I've gotten it since then, it's been bad. So I don't know what that one restaurant did. I that think you're misremembering that first restaurant. Am I? I don't think it was cilantro. It was something else. I thought it was. I thought it was. Do you like, remember what it was in? Lobsters. Oh. Um, I would not have eaten lobsters, so no. Yeah. No, I mean, I promise you we had lobster on the table. It was like an orange kind of a sauce. And, uh, yeah. Hmm. Oh, was it that place in Red Bank? Yes. Catch, I want to say? I was great. So, you know, if you can name check it, you know, yeah. You're eating lobster and you're NJBI. I know, right? Only when other people. Gotta, only when other people. We're in the wrong <laughs> Only when people take us out. We were guests. <laughs> we were filming there. That we day. don't order it when we're, you know. Yeah, talk to Bobby about yeah. that. <laughs> Shout out to Bob. Yeah. What's up, Bob? Hey, Bob. <laughs> All right, cilantro. Uh, awesome. Wrong. Wrong. Wow. And, uh, no, I'll tell you the reason why. Because without it, there would be no Mexican food. Yeah. There so, would. It would just taste good. Yeah. Every Mexican dish you ever had. Well, we know what Kate's answer is so, because I'm on the every 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 salsa, everything you ever had, guacamole, everything is made with cilantro. And then it tastes like soap. Now, it, well, cilantro. Listen, has it, if you love it or you hate it, like yeah, you said. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. some people has that dish soap. It has like exactly what you said. But without it. And I, I love Mexican food too, because yeah. of the freshness and just you know again the culture. I love the culture. Mm -hmm. um, that without it, it just doesn't it doesn't fly. You know, green sauce. You know, any kind of salsa, anything is made with cilantro. So, unfortunately, you yeah. go ahead. before my wife, I would have said awful. Mm. Now, for for the last thirteen years, my wife is a big Mexican. You know, she loves yep. guacamole. Is like a huge thing. We make it fresh. So, I love my wife's uh, guacamole. And when she does, we don't have cilantro. It sucks. So. Um, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I do yeah. love Mexican food. I mean, yeah. chimichangas was up there during the uh, first mm. part of the show. It was like, I mean, nothing beats cheesesteaks for me, but, you know, chimichangas were definitely <laughs> up there. A little bit of cilantro in there. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Kick it up. Yeah. So I think we know what Kate's answer is, but go yeah. ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wisconsin, <laughs> I, mean, I don't think they can even... Yeah, we don't, we don't have cilantro that there. Is, uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't have it there. Um, I don't know. It just makes everything taste like soap to me. 
Wow. That's interesting. I never, yeah, well, I never you either love it or you hate it. There's yeah. no never got that. There's no in between. I'm not even saying in between. Like there's really no in between. Mm -hmm. A server told me once that it's because it's an allergy. Like it's an, there's an allergic reaction and that's why it tastes like soap, but I don't know. I, yeah, I never tasted it. Well the other thing is coriander, which is cilantro also in the seed form. Mm. So if you put coriander on anything, you're eating cilantro. Mm. But it tastes different. Because it's the seed form, yeah. Mm, correct. Yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. Uh, next up, posers. I, I think I heard that you have a, a strong-ish. No. We had a uh, off-air conversation well, about can, this. Otherwise, we wouldn't do that. It's an awful or awesome. Okay. Well, yeah. you go first because, you know. Oh, posers are awesome, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm fake kidding. people in general, you know, it always gets on my nerves. Mm -hmm. so I, I don't think I can rant about it as much, but yeah. Yeah, awful. Awful. Well, you, you know my answer. It's it's completely awful, um, and you know the problem is is that I see so much of it that I just you get to the breaking point. I used, it never would bother me. I'd be like, yeah, whatever. But now it just it just drives. Me. I guess because I'm getting older and getting grouchy. Yeah, you know what <laughs> I'm saying. That's definitely what's yeah. happening. The fake people. I just you know or or um, it's like an allergic reaction for you. You know, for me, it's if you're gonna be something, be it. Okay. Stop. No. You can't do it halfway. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you want to be a player, be a player. You want to be a gangster, be a gangster. You want to be a rock star, be a rock star. Don't do anything halfway. You know, uh, the other day, I, just like little things just drive me crazy. I'm, and I'm just going to go one thing, and no, that's go it. Because I go yeah. forever. Kid, but, bring it. <laughs> driving my car, and uh, I see this kid or older guy with a, a hopped up uh, supercar, Mustang, tricked out, big mufflers, loud as hell, scoop, all this stuff, right? And he's doing 10 miles an hour. <laughs> Listen, you want to be a hot shot in a hot car, use the big pedal on the right. Right. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Be somebody. Yeah. Step up. Wow. Don't be don't be a, a little hump in the car. You know, like driving up like this. Mike's raised boats before, so he's a fast. Yeah, he's sure. A, he's I like fast everything speed. fast. I mean, you don't know. He could be like kind of making the car go easy, so that no. it, I, you can be doing the drag racing. No, you he know. was just driving like that. That's right. the way he drove. Because I, I was one of we were, we were driving <laughs> together for a while, and I was like. The poser I thing, just wanted to when we go do the crazy. videos, he he'll he does a rant almost every one. It's it's a big big thing wow. for him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just one of those things. Like, there's nothing that's, you know, I, in the old days there might be like something that was just universally cool, and now like things are so fragmented that you don't have to like pretend to like. Not fragmented, but quick, right? Like yeah. everything's so fast. Yeah. 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 Well, the thing with me too is these these um, you know going back to our industry is these people, the entitlement is is. They're pretending to be something that they're not and have no skill set, but yet they want that money. No, you don't get that money. I'm right. sorry. You don't deserve Do you nothing. Do chefs in general? Uh, cooks, prep, any, anybody that comes in and, and believes that there's something that they're not um, with no skill set. Biggest thing right now is uh, the culinary schools mm -hmm. um, because the Food Network destroyed our industry, completely destroyed our How? industry. How? That's interesting. Oh my God. Huh, no. It's the worst thing that could ever Mentally. Happen. Not, not. Because big. you're home. You're a young kid. You're 17. You're thinking about getting into culinary. Well, thank you. I didn't, I didn't think I looked 17. You're putting on I'll the Food the Network and you see all these celebrity <laughs> chefs. The celebrity chefs are making millions and millions of dollars, not only on TV, but they have book deals. They have their own knives, their own aprons, their own mm. pots. Yeah. Um, they're driving in these uh, $100,000 cars. And they're traveling Hawaii. Five they're gonna, they're gonna cook in a big. <laughs> they're gonna cook in a mansion in Hawaii on a little grill, and they're gonna make a delicious kebab for their family. And they're making millions. Also, the kid sitting at home goes, "Oh my God, that's what I want to be. I want to be the million dollar guy driving the million dollar car in Hawaii, and have my own set of knives." Fine. 
they don't realize you got to work 30 years to get up to that level. You got to burn your face off okay. at least twice. <laughs> at least. They think it's instantaneous. So they get out of school and like, okay, I graduated culinary school. Where's my million dollars? Where's my car? Where's my cool knives? Where I, I'm worth a million dollars now. So they come to me, a restaurant like me, and I sit down with them. I said, you're going to start a minimum wage. And they go, minimum wage? Wait a minute. I graduated culinary school. I get $18, $20 an hour. Why? You haven't done anything. Well, because Bobby Flay makes that kind of money. Mm -hmm. Well, you're not Bobby Flay. And again, going back to the music, because I'm, I'm a musician, keep going back to it. It's like this. Everybody wants to be the rock star before they're the roadie. Yeah. Okay? Everybody wants to be Bon Jovi, but no one knows how to set up the stage or the guitars or the drums first. They just want to be instantly Bon Jovi. Is that the career path for a rock star? Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't so, think you had to start out as a roadie and a rock star. And, you know I thought you kind of had to make your dues like yes. doing the crummy gigs. And no, no, no. You got to bring, but you got to load in your own equipment. Oh, sure. You got to okay. set up your own drums. You got to set up your own amps. You got to do all that stuff first. All right. Okay. You just don't walk on stage. Let's say you're just no, starting. No, you got your idea. first gig ever. You just don't walk on on stage. You got to bring your own guitar in. No one's going to do it for you. Mm. But your industry is very different in that respect. I think so. Um, a sous chef coming in with a, a degree, like a four-year degree, is making minimum wage. That's well, he's not a sous chef. He couldn't be a sous chef. No way. I'm sorry. I don't know the terminology. No, no, no. no, 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 no you're you're, like a you're line. right. He he wants to be the sous chef. I see. And that's right. Mike's problem. Like he comes you work in. your way up to it. Right. It's like I graduated Seton Hall from finance. Right. It's like me going to Wall Street and saying, okay, I want to trade today. They'd right. be like, okay, make your thousand calls, right? Get, get, you know, there's steps. But what Mike's saying is because it's been so hyped, right, right. on 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 the, the networks and stuff, that the kids think they should come in and 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 be, there's a sense of entitlement. Yeah, be Bobby Flay. Yeah, but they, they think that's what it is, though. They right. think that's what the industry yeah. is. Right. You know, my my favorite thing is um, I've thrown more kids out of here than you could ever imagine, and I've had their parents call and tell me oh, that yeah. I yelled at their son or daughter, and yeah. why are you yelling at them? I says because they're worthless. And they need to be yelled at. <laughs> I said, but, but okay. I'm not going to go down that road. No, yeah, gonna, but, we'll, but, we'll leave that for our video. But, but I was going to say, I'm sure it's not for me. For me, I might have not been qualified for the position. I okay. worked very, very hard. Very, very I'm hard. I'm going to save that line for the next review that I have to give. I, I worked very, very hard to get to my career and my yes. level of working under a lot of great chefs and got paid nothing. Not even minimum wage, like two bucks, three bucks, sometimes no money, just to just to work under a great chef yeah. and to learn and, and to apprentice. And I was so hungry in it, but I never came out of, I went to culinary school, I went to Johnson & Wales. Mm -hmm. I graduated at the top of my class. Do you think I went out and be said, oh my God, I'm a chef now. Arr. I said, no, I'm not even a cook yet. I have to Is that what people trap. do when they become chefs? They go, Arr. <laughs> And you understand back in the day, and we're talking 80s now, when I went to culinary school was, um, the chef was known for the big white hat and the checkered pants sure. yeah. and the chef coat. Of course. Mm -hmm. The cook wore the white cook pants, a white cook shirt, and a small paper hat. That's how you recognized who was who in the kitchen. There was a level of, um, uh, you know. Hierarchy. Hierarchy. Exactly. Yeah. And you know who was who just by the way they were dressed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I remember I worked my butt off to get my first sous chef job, and I finally got to put my checkered pants on. And I couldn't tell you I was the proudest moment in my life that I got to put my checkered pants on and get rid of, and actually wear a chef coat and get the, the start with the hat. That's where I don't see any of the kids today. That's what I'm trying to, to do. Yeah. They come in and they ready want the hat and the checkered without even working up to that. It's like. I'm even making it more simplified. It's like going into the military as a grunt, starting off, and you want to be the, the general. Hmm. It's the same thing. You want to wear the general uniform. You haven't even went through basic training yet. That's what exactly what it's like. Hmm. 
So and the poser thing. And yeah. so Not I good. put them through. Yeah. What I do is I give you everybody. I give everybody the opportunity <laughs> because there might be one in a billion shining stars that come out and actually do the job. So who knows? Maybe that. Maybe I do have that shining star. Right. So I put them through a test. Everybody that walks in my kitchen has to do a chopped. Uh, competition like that. So then we, oh we no, them. we talked they about this on test. one of our shows right? where they get they this twelve-foot spoon and they got to stir the stupid. I no, hate no, those no, things. no, 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 no. The chop competition where you we I, we put mystery ingredients on a on a sheet pan mm. and you have to create a dish in one hour just using those ingredients. Okay. Not using crab claw hands. No, or anything no, no. Silly. no, 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 okay. no. Real, real deal, real deal. Okay. Yeah. So it's a sheet pan with we pick out the ingredients and we make it really hard, and they have to create a dish and they can use anything in my kitchen, any plates. And we watched them for one hour, and we're watching them, and I could tell you within three seconds if you know what you're doing, just the way you hold yourself in the kitchen, the way you hold your knife, the way you cut, that you know what you're doing. And most of the time, 90% of them have no idea what they're doing. They can't even hold a knife. Their hands are shaking. They're cutting their hands. And, and I'm like, okay. So we, the food we get is an atrocity. But they're telling me that they're this, 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 and they have a piece of paper saying, oh, I did this Bring competition, it back to the thing. and I, I'm this, and I, I went to, I studied under this guy, and I went here, and I, I was, I, okay, well, if you did all this that your paper, your paper resume says, you should easily be able to put a dish together. And it's, they can't. They mm -hmm. fail miserably. So I don't have a job for you, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? But my all-time favorite was a kid told me he came in, and uh, he came right from culinary school, and he was decent. He was okay, you know, no, nothing spectacular, but he was moldable. He was he 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 could be molded into something good. So the first night, I have him on the line, and I'm and he's working with me on saute, and I'm teaching him. And then the night comes, and he goes, um, I go okay. He goes okay. I'll see you later. I go wait a minute. What do you mean see you later? He goes, we're done, right? I, I go home. I go, no, no, no. You got about two hours worth of cleaning to do. <laughs> I says, you know, we we have a, we clean hospital clean. I said, we break down the whole kitchen. We scrub it from top to bottom. You got to get your hands and knees. You got to scrub out all the inside of the boxes. You know, we're very, very sad. We work very, very clean here. He goes, I don't clean. He goes, this is eighteen. <laughs> I think it was eighteen or nineteen year old kid. Right at He goes, I don't, I don't do that. I don't clean. I go, what do you mean you don't clean? I go, no, no. I, you misunderstood. I go, I don't clean. The owner, the chef owner. I, I don't. I walk off the line, and my staff finish that up because that's the only thing that I can actually do now in life have that you know that's the only the level that I can I don't have to clean anymore because I did it 30 years of my life he goes no 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 he goes uh, you know he goes I'm, I'm a chef he goes chefs don't clean he goes Bobby Flay and starts naming off all the, the food type network chefs guy Fieri starts going all, all down the whole list of they don't clean I shook his hand I said thank you very much I'll have you pay for you next week what do you mean I don't have a job no we clean here and you're not that guy. And those guys have been doing it for 30 years, and guess what? They were on their hands and he's scrubbing out boxes. I says, you're being, I says, you gotta lose this entitlement egomaniac thing because you will not even get a job at a diner. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I have nothing for you. What? I, I, uh, Beat it. Allergic reaction he has. Beat all it. All right. To posers? Allergic reaction. I think okay. we're all agreed. Sure. Posers are awful. Posers are awful. I'm meh about them. You know, I'm, I'm meh. You know, I mean, I don't have the allergic Because I deal, not with Mike, but I deal with it day in and day out. I deal with a lot of restaurant owners. I deal with a lot of chefs. I deal with a lot of people that don't have Mike's talent, right? And, and, and listen, they're great. But there's a lot in in every industry. There's a lot of posers, and and as a business owner, I'm just like, 
you know, okay. Yeah, I just look at them and, you know, I, I know what my dad went through. I know what Mike went through. You know, I know the, the hardships of it. And, and I can tell a restaurant that goes into business or a deli that goes into business and they don't, they don't know, they haven't been through the process. And, and just like Mike says, they, they went to culinary school and maybe their father or somebody gave them money, which is an atrocity because it happens all the time. And then within six months, they're out of business. So to me, it's, you know, it's another customer to me, you know, and, and that's why I'm mad about it. I don't have Mike's allergic reaction. Sure. <laughs> but there's something to be said for just being authentically yourself and, exactly. and not exactly. worrying about what, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. What else you got? All right, last one. It's a little it's a little esoteric and weird, um, but it's a food thing. Cheese on pie? What's cheese on pie? Yeah. So in the Midwest, we have this thing where we'll serve a, a slice of apple pie with a, a slice of American cheese on top, sort of melting and melted onto the pie. Yeah. I mean, the pie is served warm, <laughs> and so the cheese will then kind of melt into I don't know. I guess really? it's a Dairyland I mean, it thing. Disgusting. Uh, I guess this now, is it American or is it cheddar? It's American. American. You oh, can almost understand cheddar. I, I could guess. probably understand cheddar. Cheddar sounds good, though, so maybe I'm remembering it wrong. I don't know. I never American partook. Cheese. I never, I always. Because <laughs> American cheese is pretty much processed. It's not I really. I hate American cheese. It's, it's, it's like processed. But coming from the land of cheese, I you like know, New York. It's where what I you're grew from, on. I mean, I, I I'm surprised on. it's not a nice cheddar or something. Gouda, I mean, anything. But this you guys never heard of I never heard of it. I mean, we're talking you know, about beautiful food. Composers to pie really on cheese. Cheese, oh cheese $35 bread. It's all crazy. Is this something your mom did for you? or? No, other people did that one. Oh, okay. We That's didn't crazy. do it. We were like a traditional a la mode family. Okay, I'll yeah, I was gonna say like ice cream, even whipped cream, whipped you know, cream. but cheese. That's did you ever eat? That's it? awful. Like, did you go to? Did you go to Sally's house? No, I never did. Never did. Stick no. in your but did it you was go to, a thing. Did you go to Bob or Sally's house no. and they had it? Okay. Well, see, the, the interesting thing is about which is great about this country and and the whole world actually. Food is amazing and everything. Yeah. I was very yes. fortunate to live in a lot of different states. Midwest. I lived in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. I lived out in the whole. Um, West Coast, everywhere out there. So I seen the different cuisines and the different, you know, what people like, and it was it was pretty cool. But you go to Tulsa, Oklahoma, you're greeted at, like we greet people with a ba basket of bread, with breadsticks. You will never see this in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So you won't have an account there, by the way. <laughs> they greet you with uh, smoked meats. Look, I get out of Jersey. I'm not going yeah. to Tulsa. You, you get greeted with smoked meats. You get smoked bologna. You get a smoked rib or something. That's what they greet you with, a plate of smoked meat. Wait, when you sit down at, at a, a restaurant, restaurant. Correct. instead of bringing a basket of bread, they smoked bring... Smoked meats. Smoked meats. I located in the wrong state. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is... I, the I biggest thing there is, which, which, you know, me, you know, growing up, in New Jersey, uh, being born here and you know growing up there, you know we think of bologna, you know sliced on a you know sandwich, bologna sandwich, you know whatever, shake house, whatever. There, bologna is barbecue. They they cut it really thick, huh. and they barbecue it. They smoke it in the smoker and they put barbecue sauce on it and they grill it and they I mean, bake it in the sense oven. Because it's kind of the same as a hot dog, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Really yeah. actually. So yeah. you get barbecued bologna out there, and I remember yeah. just getting a big chunk of barbecue bologna. I'm like, this, I'm in bizarro land. Right. You know, a Jersey boy out there, and everybody's like, y'all like that barbecue bologna? And you're like, mm. uh, wow, weirdo. <laughs> like everything out there is smoked, though. Every, in Tulsa, everything is smoked. When you had the bologna roll-ups, were they barbecued? Uh, no. No. no I mean, taking it all the way back to like one cool. of our first Episode couple episodes. Two, there. Yeah, yeah, my mom used to take slices of bologna, 
you know, curl them into a little roll up and then stick it with a toothpick and then present it to us on a plate like it was hors d'oeuvres or something mm, for dinner. Cool. I know, I know, right? Yeah. Um, my dad also used to um, fry up bologna in a pan with a bunch of sugar on well, top. That, yeah. I don't know about the sugar, but fried, fried bologna. Yeah, 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 fried bologna. Yeah, yeah. The sugar, I don't know about the sugar either, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. Kind of well, strange. But... It's kind of weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just saying it's weird, so I don't feel so bad. No, I thought it was weird. Cheese curds are amazing out there. Cheese curds are so amazing, right? The pie, the pie with the cheese thing. I mean, you know, I'm I'm a baker, so and and we sell yeah. a ton of pies. So I, I, my, I'm getting a headache thinking so about like putting cheese, cheese cake. on it. Cheese yeah. cake, cheese can be a sweet, not just a savory. So I guess it's American cheesecake. I know it's weird. I don't. It's get not it. cream cheese. It's American. You're right. There's no. It's it, besides the food coloring. There's it's no flavor so to it. So weird. <laughs> oh, I don't like to think about the food coloring. That's that's hideous. what it is. That is what it is. Yeah. What on cheese? Uh, yeah. Now it really think, you know it might not really bad with a nice slice of good aged cheddar would be. Yeah, because it's at cheddar and apples go very well together. They do. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong. Maybe it is cheddar. Oh, I hope so. Listeners, I don't know why this, tell me. But she tells me about that, and I, I don't know why I think about your meat candle. Mike's mm. making a meat candle. Mike's a, like Mike's, an, a, an actual candle yeah. made out of meat. Right. Mm. So Mike's got this. Wow. He he he. He's got a lot of hobbies, right? Making candles is one of them. He's got I a make whole. Oh, tell what the, I what's have the a company. Company called X Work Candle Company. He doesn't sell them. He should, but he just makes candles. And in the restaurant, he's making a meat candle. And I'm like, dude, that's that's horrible, but it's awesome. So you have a company you don't actually sell the candles? No, no, he gives them away. He came to my uh, house. Him and Bobby came to the house. He gives everybody candles. And they're made out of meat. No, 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 no. no. I'm oh, sorry. Just the, here. The, 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 the candles here at the restaurant are made of meat. He's making real candles out of soy and, and stuff. Oh, so, okay. yeah. And the weirdness of the pie with the American cheese, for whatever reason, triggered Mike's meat candle. In my head, I don't, I don't know why that is, but it, I haven't had it. But when he describes it, it's awesome because All right, so they the meat, light the meat, it. very simple. Candles are made of fat or wax. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you basically, um, and this is not my original. I learned this from a steakhouse in Chicago was doing. They were doing a wagyu fat. They were taking the wagyu, melting it down, and um, seasoning it up very highly with rosemary and garlic, and and the, um, it's just basically the fat, and then pouring it into candle molds, unmolding them, light torching it, laying it at the table, and as the candle melts. Um, the liquid is fat, yeah. which would be like olive oil or butter, whatever, because those are fats. And bread you dip the bread into it. Oh. You dip your bread into it, and all you get is the full, rich flavor of wagyu. Or crazy, right? So we do it here. We yeah. do a mixture of um, we do beef fat, duck fat, and pork fat, and bacon fat. I went from being pretty revolted. <laughs> Too to awesome. So what? In a matter of like six seconds. People like to smell this. I'm like, so, so we take it and we do it with rosemary, infused garlic, thyme, and sea salt, and then uh, I mold them in my candle. I have little pillar candles. They're two ounces, so they're small. Um, a cotton wick that burns with no black or anything. They're they're a free burning uh, wick. We unmold them. We put them on the plate, and the server gets a little torch. And they, cause you have to start the melting process because if you just lit the candle, it mm. would take forever. So they light it. Um, and the torch starting to get it melted, like burns like a little hole in it. So when the candle melts, it like keeps flowing down like a lava, like a, like a, like almost like a How volcano. How long does it take? Uh, Twenty minutes to okay. melt completely. But it's a conversation piece. So you're at yeah. the table. You guys are having. We we'll have a little meat candle here, and then his crusty bread. So oh. we serve it with bread and lavash, which is flatbread and breadsticks. And so basically, you're, it's a conversation piece. The candle's burning, and you're just dipping your bread like you would dip it into olive oil, and it's very highly seasoned. Fat. Oh yeah, so I didn't mean to off track. No, the that weirdness of it. Yeah. It's so good to me. Once he describes it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And so, I see why one would make you think of the other. Right? It's so unorthodox and, and dripping yes. fat, basically. Yes. When he showed it to me... It's an objectively I, good idea. He's, he's <laughs> telling me the candles thing, and he goes, oh, let me show you this. And he shows me the candle, and I'm kind of like a little revolted from it. Yeah, I'm like, I was originally imagining just like... A cylindrical yeah. slab of meat. You were thinking like yeah, something like, like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm like, meat doesn't but why? But now, you know, Mike gets into his thing and he does his thing with the, you know, the melting and the, and, and you're like, oh my god, that's got to be awesome. So good. <laughs> okay. okay. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you my story real quick. Alrighty. My staff loved it so much that. If the people didn't finish their like the the liquid, they scraped it into a little to-go container to take home, put in the microwave, and melt that fat. <laughs> they were saving every candle and, and eating them like wild animals in the corner. Wow. Um, that's how good it was. Okay. But the flavor, the smell, um, you know, it's pretty cool. I love it. All right, so that's the game, right? Yeah, that's the game. So, <laughs> wow. Do you guys have any advice you would give to your younger selves? You want me to go? Go ahead. Sure. Um, so I think about this all the time. Right. We're about to turn, our, our birthdays are three days apart? Yes. Three days apart. July 5th, yes. and, 5th and 7th. 5th and 7th. I'm horrible at math. Finance major, horrible at mm. math, regardless. Mm. So I think about this all the time because my dad passed away at 49. I'm 49 now, right? Yeah. And my kids are young. So I, I'm constantly thinking about life, right? Yeah. So I think about my son's name's Giovanni. My daughter's name is Brielle. And I wonder what I need to tell them and teach them, you know, before their father dies. I don't mean to be morbid, but you, you know what I'm saying? So yes. I had that stuck in my head when my father passed away early. And and I I keep coming back to the same thing. You know, we have one life. You know, I'm going to be 50. Friends of ours are passing away. We have one life. Live it. Live it well. And, uh, and, and that's what I would tell myself when I was younger because I was so... Not that I, I was a greedy person, but I, I grew up. We grew up in the '80s, right? So greed is good, right? And and you go through life with all that. And and I had a great time. Like college was awesome. <laughs> I did. I had a. Great I heard time. that the '80s were amazing. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> listen, I, I had a great time. I had a great time in school. I had, a, you know. But I I think I get too serious, right? Business and it, like. My Mike has hobbies. I have no hobbies. Like my my company are my hobbies. So I would teach myself not to be so serious. It, go out there and, and, and kill the world, but, you know, realize to smell the roses. And that's what I would tell myself. If, uh, I like it. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's what I tell my kids. That's a good one. Yeah, that's what I tell my kids. Um, for me, I would tell myself um, to learn to make time uh, for me and my um, world because I miss so much. And what you can never get back is, is time. Um, and my life is a yin yang because if I didn't do what I did, I wouldn't be in the position I'm in. But I also have regrets of what I did in a sense where I just dedicated my life to this business and my brand and my name and just, you know, um, I can't even tell you how many weddings I missed, birthdays, yeah. events, um, wow. games, yep. all his games, everything that people wanted me to be at for their special day. All those, all these things were always on a Saturday, a Sunday, a Friday, and that's our busiest time in the restaurant industry across the world. And I would never take off for it. I'm like, I couldn't because I had to be here to, I, I wouldn't let it go for one second. And now when I turn 40, after I turn 40 years old, which was 10 years ago, um, I, something, the light bulb went on or something and said, stop, stop this madness, stop, you know, you got to start. So then I started taking off 
and, and doing things and starting to go to people. And, you know, it got to the point where, and this was like almost disappointing, but I understood it was people weren't inviting me to anything anymore. And everybody was getting invited but yeah. me because I could never go, I would never go to them. I've never RSVP back saying I could make it. And I said, I'm working, like silly. They're like, and they got to the point where, oh, we didn't ask you because we knew you were working. Mm-hmm. And that like some like it started like affecting me a little bit, and then when I hit forty, I'm like, no, now I'm gonna make some time, and I could never uh, give up control. I was a control freak. I could never give it up, and we had many conversations many. about this about not giving up control, and and you would be always the one to tell me you you got to preach to him, and he listened, and I didn't, and and now I. I have, you know, I still have a hand in everything in it, but it's nothing like if I want to take off tomorrow night, if I want to take off Saturday night, I'm taking off. There's not even an ounce, like if I want to go to Atlantic City, if I want to go on vacation, I don't even think about, I'm like, you know, the place is going to run fine if I'm here or not. Like it's, like you, I just, I learned, I had to reprogram my mind, which I'm slowly going to teach yeah, him to reprogram. Um, mm-hmm. And I found other hobbies, you know, I found boating, I found making candles at my house, I found music, I found, I have a DJ business on the side too, I DJ, I, I love lights and I, have, I do all these little things outside of here that I never got to do. Growing up, when I should have been doing this stuff, I'm doing it now. Because like you said, there's only one life, it's short, and I want to get kind of get everything in, you know? So, um, life is short, live it, enjoy it. Uh, don't, for me, I, I might live it a little too much uh, sometimes, but um, I pull the trigger, I don't, I don't question things anymore, I just do what I want to do, I just pull the trigger. Because there is no tomorrow, no nope. one knows. No one's guaranteed tomorrow. And um, you know that's what I would tell myself. I would tell myself stop working the hundred hours a week, and it destroyed everything. I mean, I lost everything over it, and um, I lost relationship with my son. I lost relationship with my with, with his mother. I lost really everything. I just lost it all because all I did was work, 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 work. What he's like, kind of doing now. That's all I did, and that's all I cared about. It I didn't got even care us where about we them. are, which is awesome. But it comes out. This restaurant's phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's exactly what it is. It's a, it's the, the price you paid, and uh, and I always question that. I go, if I didn't do what I did, I wouldn't be here today. It's about balance, though, right? It's about balance, yeah. and you need to do that. And I, at that time, it was only one way for me. It was my brand, my name, and how. I mean, I would do every competition. I anything that came around, anything to get in the press, anything, I did it, and. Um, you know, if you if when you guys leave, if you go out in the foyer, you'll see the whole wall of all the awards and everything I won for this restaurant. It's a whole wall filled from top to bottom um, because of that drive and dedication. And I've been wanting to be the best, like really wanting to be number one. And then uh, after forty, it didn't matter to be. You know what I'm saying? It it didn't matter to be number one. You know, how many more times can I beat you in a competition? How many more times can I get an award? How many? And you know, I still I'm still winning probably three to four awards a year here. And now they're just like, great, that's cool. You know, like, and that's not being conceited or anything, but it's like, yeah, cool, I got an award, you know? It's, but before I was like, yeah, awesome, I'm dominant, I beat you. And now I'm like, cool. I'm almost imagining you, you know? going to like your first <laughs> wedding or graduation at like 50 and being like all pumped for it and then be like, oh, this is late. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody enjoys this. No, I didn't miss you anything. Know? Well, you know, I'll tell you a funny, you're right about that because now. <laughs> Now, at 50, though, everybody's on their second and third yeah, marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. I missed the first big yeah. one yeah. with the white dress and the big hall. Now yeah. it's like we got 20 people in our yeah, backyard. Oh, you know, everybody's wearing Hawaiian shirts. There's a keg of beer in the corner. Hey, we Way got married. Zalud. You know, that's what it is now. Yeah. It's so laid back now. It's like I missed the whole 
Bride cuts the cake, like all that BS. I missed all that. Yeah, you didn't miss anything. Because that when you were in your twenties, that was the wedding everybody yeah. had. I didn't go to any of them. Uh -huh. um, though I did go to Bobby Constantine's wedding. His I uh, first I wasn't and invited by the first way. and second. His second. I'll see if I can get a picture to throw on. <laughs> I wasn't invited to either one. And, and listen, but I didn't was, invite you either. So it's I, okay. you know what though, <laughs> that was a three-day party with Bobby. His second one was probably one of the funnest weddings ever had. There's so many stories I can't mention any of them on tape. <laughs> but that was a. Th I took off for three days. Three days, and that was a lot back then for me to do that. After the video, he'll tell you so you have you know, something on Bobby. Man, yeah. it shout was, out to Bob Constantine. Man, I gotta tell you, but his second yeah, wedding to his beautiful <laughs> wife, by the way, God bless her, beautiful, beautiful wife. Yeah, uh, they had they had a tremendous, tremendous wedding, and that was that was a lot of fun down in Maryland. So we, we had a blast. Uh, but that was the last like kind of big hurrah like wedding. All of these now, like, hey, we're getting married. I'm like, this is like your fourth wedding. Like, how many more Whoa. are you gonna have? <laughs> And even here, like we're small, people go, "Oh, we're in our third or fourth marriage. We want to get a wedding. We just want to have like a Hawaiian oh, luau on the beach." So optimistic. Can so, I just yeah. put that out there? It's like, reality, though. You know that, right? No. Okay. Yes, I do. But like, okay, I just got divorced. It was final in September, and okay. it was an expensive thing to do. Like to get married right. was expensive, yes. and it was very expensive to undo. Yes. And. It is difficult for me to imagine a scenario in which someone talks me into doing it again. <laughs> yeah, I thought the same thing, but I, yeah, expensive. but I did it. So, you did it again? yeah, and I'm very happy that I did it. And, and when you go through your first, you 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 do say that you're like, this is never happening it's again. It's never and, happening and again. And then you find the right person. Yeah, that, I mean, it's, it's gonna say a quote. One of my favorite movies. It just hits you. It's like lightning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. what it is. And you know what? But uh, the, the the second one. Don't be jaded, is, Kate. Don't do it. <laughs> don't be jaded. Don't be listen. The second one is a cat. Is a lot. Are you a cat woman? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, the oh my god. But listen, <laughs> ding, the, ding, ding, ding. the second one is not as, not as extravagant, <laughs> and the third one is really not as extravagant. <laughs> And the fourth no one, fast. the fourth one, we're just having drinks at the bar. I mean, that's pretty much it. Hey, come on over, we're having a couple of drinks. Like, Did you meet Mary? Yeah. Can't wait wow. to meet my third husband. The, the, yeah, that's our temple. You're gonna be my future ex-wife. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like that. Yeah, I guess. Sorry to bring you guys off the rails. But that, that's, like uh, but that's. I like, I like how you nailed it with the cancer, by the way. Yeah, I knew it. I, I, Catwoman, I mean, come on. Wait, cat lady, okay, come on. Cat lady, I'm sorry. God bless you. Okay. All right. I think that's the game. Oh, wait, no, that's the game. This was an advice. I don't know where we are. I don't actually remember either. We told you guys when you were coming. Oh, the advice, right? Okay, so. Advice, yeah. All right, so now we ask you, you know, if people want to get a whole. If you want to watch Million Dollar Food Guys, where can they go to do that? Oh, okay, sorry. I just had a visual. YouTube. Yep. Million Dollar Food Guys, okay. right? Um, we're not great at promoting it. We're going to get better. I'm going to get better at promoting it. But um, if you need to find us, it's um, hhbakery.com. Mike is... ChefMike'sABG.com. Mm -hmm. And then we have uh, Summer Sweets NJ, which we're just about to open up the ice cream store in a couple of weeks. We open up uh, right when we get back from vacation in May. Our ice cream store is open from May until September. It's a seasonal thing. It's right in Lava Lab. But the, uh, on the, when you go to Million Dollar Food Guys, I'm sorry, on YouTube, make sure you like the page because we, like we're posting. 32. We got 32. Yeah, we, we got 32 likes. Huh? We're getting there. And uh, make no, sure you like. Subscribe. Uh, subscribe. I'm sorry. Subscribe to it because we're always likes. putting um, <laughs> new content up all the yes. time. And uh, you can comment on there. You can click on each video. You can say whatever you want to do. You can give us suggestions if you have suggestions. So we're super open. You know, yeah. we'll take it, you know, advice and suggestions if you want to see a show about cats. <laughs> No posers allowed. It's not going to happen. No posers. Keep the cats away. <laughs> no cat suits. But that's how they can find it. Yeah. Oh, 
my god. All right. I think that's the show. That's the show. Was, right. This was a really fun Thank one. This so was. Had a good time, Nobody guys. ever gives us food while we're making this. This is thing. amazing. The if you watch this on iTunes, we have quite the spread I'm in front of us. Antipas. Sorry, dude. We're time. We feed. I went to his house. He put on a spread for 65 people. It was four of us. So I wanted. He had food for for days and days. The workers probably got half of those pizzas. But there's only four of us, and he's got a 65. Six. Bobby was there with his wife. Whatever. But that's what I do too. Is I I just make. There was only four of us. Look at the mozzarella good I make. It was amazing. Bob told us to eat first. Thanks, Bob. I love the pepperoncinis. Bob, I'm using your plate. I'm sorry. It's all good. Thank you to our listeners and and subscribers. We appreciate the support. Thank you to near. Why can't I speak? Thank you to near. Sorry. New Jersey Manufacturers Insurance Group. They are, they are the official subscriber. If you get one thing wow. right, get that. New yeah. Jersey Manufacturers. I love, yeah. by the way, and this isn't a plug, I absolutely love them. Oh, okay. I have them personally. I've had them for plug three away. years. My first wife, she worked for the hospital. I'm sorry. She worked for the hospital, and she had NJM, right? And you can't just get their insurance. You can't just go, hey, I want your insurance. No, you have to be selected. So I was selected, Mike, because of Gene wow. Wow. And I've had it ever since because then I'm grandfathered. Yeah. And their insurance is the best. It's cheap. They're I, I'm sorry. I'm going to the, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Ahead. It yeah. really, really is. It's awesome. The so, sponsor won't mind if you're going. Uh, they won't. They won't yeah. mind at all. And that wasn't, you know, I mean, it's the truth. It, yes. It's really, really great. So they do home, auto, and workers' comp. Yeah. If you need insurance, check them out. Yes, if yeah. you're selected. Gotta be selected. Sorry. <laughs> and thank you to John and Mike, the million dollar food guys, for having us today. Yeah, thanks, thank you guys. So, so much. The spread was amazing. I'm not even apologetic that I was noshing as we were. Yeah, going. no, no, anybody wants. Thank you. I'm sure scoff after this. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Bye. See you guys later.